time it is It's that motherfucking dicky time, son Started doing some playlists. So if you hear anything tonight that you like, that you wanna listen to it your own time, link in the motherfucking description. Well, 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 welcome back everybody. It's your boy Jebby. I'm here once again with the Almighty, our Lord and Savior, fucking Oh, it's Meatwad. Oh, it's Meatwad this week. Yeah, Meatwad too, man. <laughs> Yo. Here with my boy, fucking MC P-Pants. P-Pants. I'll take that name, yeah. yeah that, that that works for me. It's me and my boys trying to sweep in a trash can. It's not graffiti. We own this trash can. <laughs> Dude, I uh, I just recently started getting back into Aquacene Hunger Force, actually. It's, it's funny that you bring that character up. Meatwad's iconic. <laughs> Iconic character. <laughs> yeah, you know, no, he's like, he's definitely like uh, the best character. For Master Shake now. was definitely underrated because, like, he sucked. Obviously, everyone hated him, but his ramblings are pretty funny. I remember that being a thing I really enjoyed in the show, where he would just say jokes, and all of his friends hated him so much that they wouldn't like acknowledge the jokes. But he would definitely <laughs> be saying them, and he'd go for like super long because no one would acknowledge him. That show was so funny to me. We're just like, right, guys? Yeah, shut up, man. Yeah, and Fry. Frylock is like, uh, well, I guess Frylock and like... He's the straight man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, like, Carl, like, both Frylock and Carl are the only, like, people that, like, possess logic. Which is hilarious, because Carl is a detestable human, so it's so funny that he's like, you guys uh, suck. He's <laughs> like, I'm going to go bang a hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just like... I'm going to go do too many drugs with a kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's just literally struggling to, to be, like, a... Your neighbor. <laughs> he's, he's, yeah, that's his character. He's literally just your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah, the older I got, the more real uh, his character actually became. <laughs> Good old Coral. Yo, we got a great fucking show for you tonight, everyone. We're uh, we're in the studio. We're chilling. We're, we're in listening. the stew. We're in the stew. Locked up in the stew. <laughs> I've been doing Daisy Rose pushes in the stew. Yo, so how, how was your week, Abby? Shut up, bitch. <laughs> Quit asking me questions. <laughs> uh, it was good, yeah. we. Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to get into our movie talk today because we both saw Malignant and that shit was so funny. Uh, I can't wait to talk about that one. I don't know if you're ready to get into that right away, but that's like the most... I mean, I did some like editing this week and shit, uh, and then we played with uh, Chance's Balls. That was exciting. Oh, yeah. And, oh, we yeah. took band photos, too. But other than that, like the only thing I really I did, other than like housework and like working on the fence, was watch that fucking movie. <laughs> and so it's kind of just like stuck in my head right now. Yeah, yeah. Working on a fence. We got we got fucking Obby like uh, out in the yard sweating, busting the sweat. Building with sweat. my hands, putting wheel on wood, binding metal to the marriage of steel and wood as the culmination of man's accomplishments being on the field. <laughs> so I've been watching a lot of There Will Be Blood clips. I feel feel very uh, monologue-y. 
Uh, there will be blood. That's the one with uh, Daniel Day Lewis, right? Mm-hmm. And he's fucking insane. Oh yeah, it's like the best performance. I forgot the other dude who's in it, but he does a great job, dude. To the the religious kid, oh, he's got like a similar name, which yeah, is funny. They, they yeah. both have like that three name thing. Yeah, what is his name? He plays. He always plays like this haunted. Like uh, he's always like an older character, but he's he always gets like uh, played as. Like he's the perfect like, sniveling rich kid, like. traumatized, oh, <laughs> maybe um. sexually confused, or <laughs> yeah, he plays that good middle ground for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that movie's really good. Shit. Well, uh, yeah, you know why don't we uh, why don't we get into uh, *Malignant* actually? Because uh, uh, before we get into the music, baby, yeah, there's been some some new releases lately for music as well, so that'll be exciting to talk about. Talk about what's going on right now in today's news. <laughs> And I, and I tell you, I say what's going on today is uh, uh, black kids used to come up to me and they used to rub my hair on my leg. They go, wow, Mr. Biden, that's insane. <laughs> I say, right to him, man. Good, to, good for you. Right on, man. Come on, man. That's what he said. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> come on, man. Let's let yeah. those kids be kids. <laughs> come on, man. The goddamn president. Um, <laughs> of my, my taxes, man. Joe <laughs> Boomhauer, by <laughs> <laughs> Man, you run it. Oh, I do for a second there. It turned you into the not night mode, and I was like, man, you coward. Not night? Yeah, I It was no. on the normal mode. <laughs> I know. I like that I called it not night mode. It's not normal. It's the not night mode. That boy, there's something Speaking wrong with that boy. not normal, uh, malignant, dude, this movie. So I've heard a lot of uh, surprising praise for this movie uh, recently, and... <laughs> maybe I don't know why maybe it's just because movies are bad so, uh, like a lot of times so the expectation is, is lower so like as, as long as it's a creative idea people are like yeah fuck yeah but <laughs> man, there was points in this movie that I was just cracking up uh, you fell asleep during it a couple times yeah I fell asleep a couple times and uh, then I suddenly got a <laughs> a psychic uh, presence that you guys were like making fun of me <laughs> as I was sleeping so I was I, like, yeah. please stay awake, please stay awake, God. I was the malignant tumor. Man. Yeah. There, there was some cool, I mean, it looked fun. Uh, well, parts of it did. There was, like, cool shots. You can tell James Wan made it, I'll say that. Uh, because there's some, like, the, what they just showed on here, too. The, like, zoom into her face, the editing at the beginning and the ending. There was so much, like, hey, remember Dead Silence? Hey, remember Saw? Hey, remember Insidious? Yeah, yeah. Like, so many of the, remember The Conjuring? A lot of, like, long house one takes. Yeah. Uh, and some of them were really cool. Like, oh, mm-hmm. definitely. Like, there was a lot of fun ideas here. And the story is original, mm-hmm. but there is it's there's something M ninety about how very serious it takes itself, yeah, and how silly the concept is, and what the actions that are actually playing out. Is the camera good? Is it gooey? It's very funny, like the you know go, I I want to get into spoilers with this movie, so if you haven't seen Malignant. Uh, it's on HBO Max for free, so check it out or go and see it theaters if you want to. Uh, I think it's worth seeing because it's entertaining. I don't think it was very good, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> like it was worth watching with your friends. And it's like there's not a movie that feels like this one. I mean, not feels. That's the wrong word because it felt like every James Wan movie. But well, well, going back to what what you just said about uh, it has that M Night feel, you know? <laughs> like it, right. It, I I definitely agree. Like he can't. Like oh, I have to. I really have to make sure that I live up to the other movies. And so he comes into this very, I think it's got the sinister thing. Yeah, he, dude, yeah. There were so many, too, of those uh, 
close-up Edgar Wright quick action shots where it's like coffee, sugar, keys, mouth, and then like out the door, you know, like very quick, like foof, 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 mm-hmm. foof. It was a lot of that in here to the point that it was like becoming comedic. Yes. Uh, yeah. Because it just like the editing sometimes did not complement what was going on in the story or to the like where it was like they'd have a jump cut uh, to like a funny part. I'm like, is this supposed to be funny? Because there's humor in this. And I don't remember James Wan being like a funny director. So that makes me wonder if like a lot of the humor is on complete accident. Like, there's a scene later on, like, I won't say the the twist of it, but when you find out who, like, you know, where the woman is being held, it's, like, in the house, and she falls through the roof. Yeah. Dude, (laughs) that shit was the funniest thing ever to me. Like, I don't know if that was supposed to be funny or not, but it was hilarious. I love that. That was supposed to be funny. It landed so good. But then it was in contrast with such gory, violent deaths. Yeah, like, a guy yeah. being stabbed in the face, and then they're like, oh, look at this lady fall down the stairs. I, I will say this. The thing that really drew me into wanting to watch this movie was, uh, I think, my, my first uh, my first peek at what this movie was going to be before ever watching a trailer was, uh, I kind of was drawn to the poster. You know, we were going to the movies. We saw this crazy, horrific looking uh, movie poster mm-hmm. and it just looked right right up my alley you know like name super, like that though I, yeah, I know. Uh, it's that was what be. always had me on this offense of like malignant's not a good name for a movie and also I think there was already a movie named that oh there's gotta be a word like that yeah it's like a, a it's like a, a the tumor yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And I feel like there's just there you give a, a little too much away when it's like that on the nose, mm-hmm. you know, or yeah. on the back of the head, however you want to say. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, let's play devil's advocate. What did you uh, What did you really love about this movie? I like that it took a chance. Like it, it was a weird idea for sure. Yeah. Um, but upon execution, it you know did it kind of fell fell flat. But I will like I think there was cool editing parts. I thought it was shot well in some aspects. Like there was still. There was still, like, the the urge to be creative, you know? It wasn't as M90 where it's just, like, shot, reverse, shot, shot, reverse, shot, yeah. shot, reverse, mm-hmm. shot every fucking time. Yeah. Oh, let's throw a drone in there because that, that's cool. Like, <laughs> and, with no thought to it, you know? Whereas this movie has a lot of, like, zooming into the keyhole or, like, the, the little eye hole and transitioning through or the melting away, like, point of view thing. There was a lot of stylistic choices here. Um, but it was also funny that, like, how badass it became later. Because uh, I don't ever think of uh, like James Wan movies as being badass. badass. <laughs> like later in the Saw universe, when uh, Hoffa's there, he Hoffa. Jimmy the Hoffa, movie no, was totally was epic, bro. I was so fucking stoked. I was hard the whole time. Uh, and even when the reveal happened, I was just like, yeah. And <laughs> like, okay, now it's the next part. <laughs> Like I could have went either way that what they were leading to. Yeah, how did you, it, how did you feel about the pacing? Uh, it was a bit like I think getting to the reveal. I mean, the reveal is necessary, I guess, for what happens. But I thought the pacing like almost undid itself. Like it starts out as a very uh, not cut and paste, but like standard horror like introduction with the couple. A spooky thing happens. Like oh wow, that's a shocking death. Oh, she's mm-hmm. being set up, which is like the run of the mill. Like, I'm not super into that. So they subverted it, which is nice. But by the third act, it really became like a cool cop movie. Like, 
Yeah, I, I, I feel very, like, uh, led astray, honestly. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, this movie... Ads do be doing that. Our trailers do be doing that uh, upon, forever. Upon watching the trailer, I just... I was like, this is going to be the new... This is the new horror movie of the year. And, uh, you know, watching it... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I wasn't it's ever an scared. I was never scared during this movie. It was funny. Mm-hmm. I think Nicole jumped twice, but that was because they were jump scares. Like, they were just, like, yeah. loud boo gotcha moments. <laughs> How many jump scares were uh, in this movie? Dude, also, I just... Every... <laughs> there's so many scenes in this movie where you could just point... Like, this right here, this thing of them as a kid watching the VHS. Like VHS that's such, found footage of the children. That's like It looks so similar to Paranormal so Activity. Scary. It's just like, this is the Paranormal Activity shot. All right, here's the Insidious shot. All right, here's the yeah, Conjuring yeah. shot. Like There's so much of that in this movie that does not... It doesn't feel like an homage or anything. It just feels like, oh, you're just like out of ideas. Like, you've already done this shot. We are out of ideas. Nothing is scary anymore. Like, is it, like... <laughs> Can you get away with calling it a reference if you're just taking the shot? Mm-hmm. Like, just the, the amount of uh, dead silence, like, shots that they just redid in this movie, <laughs> I was very surprised by. Uh, it's not good, but it's. I think it's entertaining, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't recommend this as, like, yo, you're trying to get scared right now, dog? I, yeah, did, I recommend yeah. this to get, like... Stoned or drunk with your homies. And oh yeah, yeah. Kind of just like, what is this, bro? Like, no way. Yeah, this is a movie you could watch with your girl and just kind of laugh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, and she might be a little scared, or he might be a little scared, but mm-hmm. it's it gets silly, and it is it's funny though. Like, but I, again, I don't know if it's supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, you Definitely know, wasn't scary by any means. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if, if I could just come out and say it, I, I truthfully thought being led into this movie thinking it's going to be what it was, I, I truthfully thought this movie was kind of trash. And it, it's so interesting uh, upon hearing other people's opinions on this movie. I, mm-hmm. I've talked to a, pe- uh, a few other people, and yeah, I, I don't know if it's just me, but a lot of people just fucking loved this movie. Yeah. And I, I can't help but just feel so confused in that sense. Because I think people just like horror movies. Like, the, the normie revival of horror is definitely... <laughs> normie revival. It's very strong right now, like, where, you know, Halloween and Friday the 13th are, like, making their rounds to, like, a new audience of people. Like, I was talking about this earlier. Our, like, older siblings that have kids now, they're all the age that we were when we were discovering horror. So, mm-hmm. that, like... Right now, there's such a big market for horror that I think anything that gets into theaters is going to have a mixed, you know, as long as it has kills in it and like a, a jump scare, yeah. kids will be like, whoa, that was scary, you know, and like that'll definitely sway because mm-hmm. that is scary to, to some people who aren't, you know, desensitized to the genre like we are. Like, I'm sure there were some visuals in there that are frightening to people. Yeah. But as a veteran horror watcher, it was very silly and, uh, you could tell like, he was really trying to like recapture his, uh... and that's why I we said M Nighty because that's what M Night ended up doing, where he pigeonholed himself. How to, dare like, you! I'm I the love twist M Night. I'm the guy that does the <laughs> twist. Remember? Hmm. What if What if I subverted your expectations? Then what would you say? I would say that's the scariest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mr. Shyamalan, let's say hypothetically, <laughs> you subvert my expectations. Let's say I go to the theater and I expect one thing, you do the other. Great movie. <laughs> I've been tricked. It's a great movie. You know, it's really interesting. I, upon talking to other people about just like the horror genre in general, there there is also just some people completely not willing to give horror the chance at all. And mm-hmm. I, I think that's interesting because 
Most horror, I feel like, really isn't super scary. Even if you like jump scares really get on your nerve, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's just, it, it really is not super horrific. I like, it's really hard for a movie for people like you and I to just be like, whoa, that really did something to me, you mm-hmm. know? I think having impelling or impelling compelling characters is a big thing. Like the Nighthouse, like I was very drawn to the struggle of the lead character, the protagonist of that movie. I really felt yeah. Yeah. her struggle and I felt a part of what she was going through watching it. And that's that's when I like movies is when yeah. I feel very involved myself and want to like I'm a, in the the movie with them. That and so I can invest myself and be scared with the person, but when your character is like just an archetype, it doesn't really, it doesn't feel, I don't feel any connection to this person. Exactly. You need that like uh, psych- psychic connection of, of some sort, you know? You need to be able to feel this character. Right. Not to like, oh, I have to have the same struggle to get it, but you know what I mean? Like, well, their well, struggle has to be relatable and believable. Well, I have to believe that this is a real person making real decisions. And, and with Malignant, honestly, the leap character, I think she's just too much of a movie character. Like, she doesn't feel like a real person dealing with real problems. It seems like she's written to be this bad of a person or just yeah. make this many bad of a choices. I, I would argue that uh, me personally... I, I kind of need that connection a little bit to really become invested. I, I need, uh, I think about that with music. I think about how I, I truthfully don't want to be f- fucking with fake shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to, I, I, I don't seek out anything silly or fun necessarily anymore unless I'm like trying to go laugh at something. If I'm if I'm in a movie for horror, I'm, I'm there because like I'm trying to like right. develop as a person a little more. There was know? a, I think there's a big problem with, um, like the runoff from how good A24 did for like the you know like the five years they were just crushing it uh, they did dark comedy very well like mm-hmm. so when it showed up in a very tense horrific movie it didn't feel like it derailed what was happening it was because the humor comes from the bleakness of it like The Lighthouse for example that movie is very funny but it shouldn't be you know like on paper yeah, that movie's yeah. not supposed to be funny but it's clearly written to be funny because of the absurdity of the situation like and i i like like i be, feel like because of that people equated it to like the marvel like oh let's just make everybody funny now so there's so much horror laced with really bad comedy and that is one of the worst things to watch is somebody trying to be funny and they're not funny yeah, yeah. but also in the context of scary stuff because now not only am I not scared I'm like confused by the tone <laughs> and now pulled out of the universe because this guy's in a life or death situation and he just cracked a one liner like are, are you scared for your life yeah. or do you know that you get to go to lunch in 20 minutes I wonder how many uh, Robert Pattinson fans went and saw that movie we're <laughs> just confused completely disappointed just <laughs> this is not Twilight this is not a hot your movie fucking of him. thoughts <laughs> All right, Abby, let's get into a little bit of music. Uh, uh, have you listened to that fucking new Whitechapel yet, homie? Yeah, I've, I've heard it a couple times, actually. A couple times? Mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't seen the video yet. This is going to be a sweet treat for us. Yeah, I was kind of stoked. It was uh, it was pretty heavy. Kind of back to their, their uh, Mark of the Blade type of shit, which I'm totally here for. Yeah. Also, I, this video's got some money. I haven't seen this video either. 
Holy shit. Didn't they go with, uh, they did a video like kind of like this uh, on the last record, right? I don't know. I actually did not follow the last record much. Not that I disliked it, but I, it, there was just something about it that I just wasn't drawn into for yeah. whatever reason. I heard a couple singles and just was like, I, this is like, I get this, but I don't think this is my cup of tea. How and, dare you? you know, maybe there was some cool Phil's shit, but clean vocals whatever. are beautiful. Well, you're he just did, he ignorant. did them before that. He did them before that record. No, you just hate I'm him. I'm a hater. I hate him. <laughs> Philip Seymour Bozeman, I'm calling you out. <laughs> I no, love you, man. No, I, I liked I liked the the transitions to the cleans. The the only thing I don't like about Whitechapel is how Phil is kind of like on Instagram right now. <laughs> What's he like on Instagram? He's such a Chad, bro. He's like taking these weird ass like smexy pictures of himself all the time, just like hmm, posted up with my uh, brand new car or t- I don't know, just like you know those weird chin mm-hmm. pictures people take. Yeah, age like does they push a, their chin out a specific way. Aging does things to people, you know. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no. This uh, video is wild. Yeah, no, instrumentally, man, this song's right on par with every White Chapel song that I've ever enjoyed. Yeah, it's fun. This is kind of this kind of brings me back. It's weird saying that it brings me back because I feel like this record was just released, but um, no, it's very. It was nostalgic for me when I heard it. Like, Phil, hearing Phil's like his uh, rhythms in this and like you said instrumentally it sounds like Whitechapel you know it's not mm-hmm. like a slow different pace like this is bread and butter Whitechapel do you think uh, do you think Whitechapel goes on forever until like someone dies or do you think they disband uh, at some point and just kind of go uh, down their own I don't know man that's, that's honestly an interesting topic in general for like you know what happens when the bands of today become the motley crews of our yesterday yeah i mean honestly like well, like what is that because we've always rock has a much longer shelf life than metal does yeah was, you know aside from like the rule or the exceptions to the rules where the, the fantasy you know, like behind it right yeah. well there, i mean there's like more successful bands in rock than there are in like metal i would say like there's a much bigger demographic of people and like an audience that you know resonate or listen to singing versus singing with screaming and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, so when a band like Whitechapel that like notoriously has a very heavy background but is le- branching out into this newer experimental uh, world, it's almost like I don't know. It's 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 unique. It's different from what we've had in the past where Metallica does Metallica. It's, until they're fucking 97 you know ACDC does ACDC till they die like like all the OGs did the same thing until they died whereas metal bands are all changing into rock bands once they hit a certain point because it makes more money which makes more sense yeah but to your question I don't know what that means maybe they do go on forever because rock is a lot more sustainable than metal yeah so maybe that's the, the, the the key is to get to a certain point it's and then do the more sustainable thing. It's also hard to tell because uh, you know some people they just they just don't want that pursuit anymore. Some people just say, "Hey, I want to go uh, like fit for a king's guitarist." He 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 decided he didn't want to do music anymore. He, he just decided to open up a plant shop with his wife and yeah, that's dope. yeah. And I and I totally I respect that. You know, when you're done, you're done. Yeah, you, you move on. There's you only get one life. You gotta, yeah. you gotta pursue things. Do what you makes know? you happy. Exactly. And yeah, that's the scary thing about music too is that at some point it can just become another job. Like at that level, if you're just, you know, putting out 
Like, if you're, like, the tech or, like, the bass player, like, do you, how much fun can that be at a certain, if you're not loving it, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, just doing the tours, like, not really contributing to the writing, just kind of along for the ride, and just, like, man, <laughs> does anybody even know me? Like, watching F- Phil get all the pictures every night type of shit. Not to yeah. call out this bass or, or anything, I don't even know him, but, for example, you know, like, I, f- I can understand why at a certain point people would be like, I just don't think the tour shit's for me like this isn't my life well it's it beats you down right i kind of wonder i I wonder with how much money is like behind metallica for instance i i I wonder with how long they've been doing this shit if they still are just kind of in it you know if they really enjoy the the lifestyle their fingers gotta hurt yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah what did you what, what what was the consensus though on that song do you think uh it was good. I mean, it wasn't groundbreaking. I don't think it's going to be, like, one of their top songs. It's not It's not Hickory Creek, but it's fun. I mean, it's Whitechapel. Yeah. I, think, I think they're doing what they what they do. Like, I don't, I don't think this is going to set the path for them or derail them. It's just, it's going to make OG fans happy while still being like, hey, we're still this new singing Whitechapel. Yeah, I, I don't want to say it's just another record, because I, I do enjoy the song. I think it's a great song, but... At the same time, I don't think it's going to really bring them to the next level, right? It'll probably just maintain it. Yeah. Because <laughs> that last record really did well for them, I think. It seemed like it had a lot of successful songs on it. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Good job, Whitechapel. We enjoyed White it. Whitechapel. Very tasteful, very tasteful. Yo, I got this uh, this other band I wanted to show you. This, uh, this band's called Loon. Uh, I recently stumbled upon them just by uh, sheer chance. The song is called Manipulator. This this song fucking rips on me. I'm curious uh, on your take on it. I, I really enjoy this song. I hope my ipulator gets manned. The tones. The tones, homie. Man. I don't know how you do these incense, dude. They give me a, such a bad headache. Oh, we got a headache, boy. It's because I'd be smoking. Smoking incense? <laughs> He said it. <laughs> he did say he said it. The thing. Oh, okay. Ooh. That's what the. That's kind of That's what the <laughs> fucking t- the ten fifty six guy did. Mm, he's and a freak. Put his fucking in the diazepam song. He did that exact same thing where he like made himself gag with his eyes rolling back. Mm. I'm just gonna climb inside of myself. Oh, good. So many problems. It'd be funny if he said Uroboros and then ate himself. Oh yeah, you gotta be careful with plugging that. Why? It's just, it's such an overused cliche right now. Uh, yeah. Metalcore, deathcore in general, mm-hmm. with uh, myth in general, it's just such, I don't know. I feel I, like there's I, every I, couple of years there's like a new buzz, a couple of buzzwords that people really mm-hmm. hang on to. Yeah. It's fair. Don't get me wrong, I, I love mythology and, and shit, but it's just sometimes, maybe I'm just, uh, maybe I'm biased because I've just been in this shit for, for a second now. Bangers. Bangers on bangers on bangers. Bangers on Nash. <laughs> that was a cool little background he wrote. Very like a DJ. Mm-hmm. Fun. I also gotta give them credit. They're doing the infinity room a little different. Not just a white room, you know? True. There's some texture in this video. Ooh. I will say vocalist looks like he's got other plans for this day. <laughs> Seems distracted. This is cool. This is very like Youth Forever type of riff here. Man, we miss Youth Forever. We miss True. Youth Forever. 
I was just bumping them the other day. Yeah, I go back to that 1056 Villains EP a lot. Mm -hmm. When they were youth. Yeah. Yo, I got that original copy with their, their old name on it. The youth for everyone fulfilled. Oh, it says Villains. That's yeah, it right. says yeah. Villains on it. That's wild. That's, what the <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I'll have that with me until I die. Ooh, ooh. And then my kids will probably throw it away because... Uh, they don't know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had a conversation for you that I thought was interesting. What you got, baby? <laughs> uh, <laughs> dude, there's a new, like, you know how I'm, I'm super into Smash. There's a new fighting game coming out for Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon has a fighting game? Yeah, it's called, uh, <laughs> what's it called? It's called All Nickelodeon All-Star All Star Brawl. And it's got, like, Spongebob and Patrick and Nigel Thornberry and Cat, oh Cat Dog and shit like that. Wow. But I, I watched the, the, the promo video for it, and they put, like, wave dashing in the game. Like, the thing that hasn't been in Smash since uh, Melee. Like they, they have what is like wave dashing? I, I'm a uh, wave dashing is like when you like you jump and air dodge directionally into the ground so you can like get like hella movement quickly and it's something that they took out of Smash because they didn't they like never intended for Smash to be super competitive yeah uh, and so all the mechanics in the game were stuff that the people who made the game weren't really expecting to happen because the game was like unfinished when it was released they mm -hmm. were like forced into a deadline and so the game's kind of like you know like was released in a weird state and that's why a lot of the game's mechanics are super advanced but not on purpose and so it looks like this nickelodeon game has implemented a lot of the fast-paced mechanics of melee into their little nickelodeon game which is in like has wild implications because that would be hilarious <laughs> if nickelodeon became like backers of a big fighting game. <laughs> like how yeah. funny would that be with big cut like products? Well, what it, it's like got to be is they probably realized with Smash being as successful as it is and how much money it brings to the well, table. Well, Nintendo neglects it, so there's a big market for it. Like Nintendo doesn't support this the competitive Smash scene at all. They don't like it. So there's a huge market for people that are into that type of platforming fighting mm -hmm. game. There's not many platformer fighting games that are like on that competitive level. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, they can be violent, but it's not super violent, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah, like so they can still violent. sell it to children. Exactly, yeah. Like, you ever want to beat the fuck out of Patrick with SpongeBob? Because Patrick keeps talking dumb? <laughs> well, now you can. <laughs> Man, remember that scene when he, like, uh, beats himself up? Or <laughs> Oh, Patrick? You know, he fly, like, lifts himself into the air with telekinesis? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like to think that Patrick's actually, like, an omnipotent creature that... Uh, it's just fascinated by Spongebob, and, and Spongebob is the only reason that this eldritch god Patrick hasn't killed everyone in Bikini Bottom, because his pure spirit and energy keeps Patrick, like, sustained. Like, oh, as long as this guy's around, I won't have to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah, what was your favorite uh, cartoon on uh, Nickelodeon? Oh, on Nickelodeon? Um... Because mine's Spongebob, like, I That's mean, a great we, we were already talking about it. But. I'm trying to think, I think, uh, I think Invader Zim was on Nickelodeon, wasn't it? Yeah. I, I feel like that, it, that it would was. be my answer. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being, like, at least on there for a little bit. Mm -hmm. I think, yeah, I'd say Invader Zim then. I fucking loved it. That, that show, uh, going back to it as, like, an adult, uh, I didn't realize how much of that show shaped my humor going forward. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I make jokes like these, like, yeah. early. Cartoons are... They, they really do set, pe like, children up for mm -hmm. the rest of their life, I feel Dude, like. Dude, I, I truthfully believe. I, I just watched this insane thing about this uh, this Japanese man that was trying to prove a point that 
anyone has the capabilities to do like insane things as long as they're nurtured into it. And so he had three different kids, and all three of them were like master class ch- uh, chess like players and like all won competitions. He did it three separate times with three different girls. Where from birth, he taught them chess and like made them have a t- like a chess regimen, and every single one of them became incredibly successful at it and like won tournaments and like were pro level at it just basically saying like wow the power of what happens if you nurture your child is mm-hmm. is pretty insane yeah. like the the human race would probably be a lot further ahead if we like took it a little more responsibly <laughs> like set kids up to what they were into earlier on in their lives yeah I agree with that, but at the same time, if every child is set up like perfectly, isn't there that there's still that competition for like I mean, I don't who's think getting the jobs in the future? I feel like that's a wild assumption to think because of one man's study that the world would <laughs> abide by that. Yeah, <laughs> I just, I'm just saying it's an interesting like thing if you were to do that. Uh, I don't think it would ever practically work. I don't yeah. think I don't think you could convince a single person to like actively do that to a child. <laughs> Yo, we got the the new Archspire. The song is <laughs> <laughs> song is bleed the future, everyone. Oh my God, it started out exactly. <laughs> I fucking love Archspire. Oh my God, it's so oh, bad. I feel like watching Archspire on acid would be one of the scariest things ever. <laughs> like some sort of psychedelic. You're just like. Help! I'm stuck. I think, I think <laughs> reality is calling me out right now. Archfire is a very sick band. I'm not into like a ton of tech death and like death metal, but man, this is one of those bands that has always just tickled my nuts. Yeah. Well, I, I would. I'm argue- in fancy. <laughs> I would argue that there really isn't a lot of good tech death bands out there, honestly. Like, cause I mean, me being stupid, I, I don't, I don't really know a lot of tech, tech bands, you know. Yeah, it's a different world. There's so many death metal and Very tech bands niche and, like, world. There's just so many genres of bands that oh, I couldn't imagine knowing them all. Who could have possibly fathom? <laughs> Who could have thought that I come gold? That's right, it's my superpower I'm announcing to the world right now. <laughs> I nut gold. I am, uh... What's your favorite type of nut, Jebby? Favorite nut? Yeah. Right now? It's the, the nut fortress hour. You asked me last year, I would have said, uh, I would have said Brazil nut. Okay, it's a good nut. Brazil nut is, a. Uh, it's a great nut. It is top tier nut. But now, I mean, honestly, I just kind of, I just, I don't, dude, I fucking love those, I fucking love those, uh, those pecans. Those candied pecans. Yo. They're gonna kill me. <laughs> They'll kill me. <laughs> They're gonna get me. You know, have too much nut intake, dude. You can definitely have too too much fat, like, cause that's what a nut is. Is if you're if you're eating too many too much fat, your your body's gonna let you know at some point. It's gonna be like, oh, I don't feel good, or your fucking uh, appendix is gonna burst. Because that's, that's what do you mean? Gonna... I can't live off garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm making fucking chili for the week, homie. Yo, that's hot. I'm fucking. Um, I think so. Zabby's trying to make some sous vide eggs out there right now. Sous vide eggs? What is a sous vide egg exactly? Uh, it's an egg that made into water. What? 
You got you make it in the water. You, you make it in the water. Isn't that just like a hard boiled egg? Or do you, no, do you, you crack it open and then you pour it in the hot water? You put it in the bag and it's uh, got a nice shape and just, you make you put it in the water. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a specific machine that has like a like a rod that goes into the water mm-hmm. and it keeps it at a certain temperature so that your shit won't overcook. So you can like cook meat in, in like bags in it. And it like perfectly cooks it to the right, and then you take it out and like you know sear it on the stove or whatever. Sounds meticulous. It's pretty cool because you can cook it. Like it has an app too, so you could put your sous vide on and then like leave for a couple hours and come back and it'll be like perfectly done and it won't overcook. My dumbass brain uh, thought when you said app that it comes came with like a a downloadable. Playable app. <laughs> like a game. Yeah. Egg shooter. <laughs> Man, I wonder how homie like just writes these lyrics. Well, like, he, said, he I, I heard th- him one time in an interview say that he, what he usually does is that every time there's a snare hit, he, he matches that snare hit. Yeah. Do you think he writes the, the lyrics before listening to the song? Or? Absolutely not. <laughs> You'd have to be so meticulous with the lyrics of this type of music. It's a video created by Cloud Music Typography. <laughs> Man. Very chill. Like, hey, we're not usually that violent. <laughs> usually <laughs> that was, we're nice and clean. That was a trip, man. Like, that song's really cool. It, it's a super cool song, but I just kind of felt like I was like on a... <laughs> it was like in a, a maze, just like... Just fucking running full sprint, just <laughs> kind of disoriented. <laughs> <laughs> You just confuse, sweetie. Ah. You just confuse. Mm, yo, we got that fucking... Uh, On to the next come. The the new fucking bullet for my valentine, everyone. Yo, that's kind of hot. Yo, I was a hardcore bullet for my valentine fan. Like, I, I straight up tried looking like Matt Tuck for a long time because I, I just thought, like, he was the coolest emo dude ever. Hell yeah, bro. Good old, uh, good old 15-year-old Jebby. Yeah, that's what was that was was what you, was up. Did you know uh, that his original goal was to be a doctor? He's gonna be Doctor Matt Nippentuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, everyone, uh, song is called Shattered. We got Bull from a Valentine. Yeah. Awful name. I though, hope right? he opens with. I hope he goes Shattered. <laughs> Dude, I, I, the name's always been atrocious to me. I couldn't. Uh, what else sucks when like the bit of the video opens and there's just glass everywhere? Like you get it? You got it. Just like glass shatters. He said shatters. There it is. Go. Coming in with a very just rock. Yeah, looking like Seether right now. <laughs> like Seether. Is that yeah. a compliment or an insult? That's whatever you want it to be. That's <laughs> 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 just a fact. Is what they. It's what they look like. That logo looks like it. This video looks like it. Is uh, is Seether still doing really shit? Doesn't sound like it, but I have no idea. <laughs> Honestly, probably. I mean, Nonpoint's still around, so I imagine Seether's still killing it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that means those correlations mean nothing. I just mean they're both older bands. Well, only band that I can uh, think of really from South Africa. <laughs> Seether. Seether's from South Africa. Yeah, isn't that weird? Is it a uh, Diant word from South Africa? Yeah, yeah, but they they kind of fall under a different category. Yeah, I think category the dude like cult rapes people in too. Uh, from, rich I, people do crazy things. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I've heard uh, accusations of Ninja being like a a real fucking bad guy. 
not the streamer, obviously. <laughs> Dude, I told somebody Dude, that story he's, he's one time, and somebody was like, "This the Fortnite guy." There's no way he's got cult like sex dungeons. Dude, there's no way that blue hair ninja doesn't fuck up at some point. Yeah, did he see white bread, bro? I don't know, though. That's a good point. I just thought about it. I was like, but maybe as a lot of the white bread people I've met that are into Fortnite might have some dark secrets. Oh yeah. Those are the guys you gotta walk out, watch out for. Like, you got nothing. You got no vice. <laughs> what do you do? Play Fortnite. You gotta have something in your basement that's weird. Yeah. What yeah. are you ashamed of? Yeah. Do you, how much is he streaming now? Does, I don't know, dude. Is I he thought, still as much as he I was? I never followed Ninja even when he was giant. It's, yeah. I, I was never into Fortnite. I just didn't care. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've still played games. Like, he might have fell into my demographic if I cared, but mm -hmm. Fortnite just was one of those games I just did not get into. I just wasn't that into it. Yeah. I'm, I'm a, like, the artwork goes a long way for me. Like, Borderlands was something I never really got into because I didn't like the artwork style. Which is funny because that's like a big yeah. reason a lot of people do like it, but yeah. I, I never was really drawn to it personally. Yeah, I, I felt the same way. Around the time that Borderlands came out was actually when I kind of just stopped playing video games entirely. Not, not a jab to, to video games, I just, I don't know, just kind of fell out of it for whatever reason. I think the last game I played was Alien Isolation. I always, I always bring that up, but yeah i couldn't finish it it was so fucking hard <laughs> it was so scary <laughs> it's like one of those few games that was like actually just really fucking scary <laughs> this song is fucking boring man no he says whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. you're hooked it's got hooked. some maddie mullins energy oh god you know yeah you're right you're absolutely ripping solo it's not even a ripping solo. It's just like a. It's, a it's a solo. This song, yeah. This is. I don't think this is the one. Like this is a very filler track. Mm -hmm. it doesn't really feel like much. Like I'm so. It's so forgettable. I don't even remember the hook. Unless this is the hook, the shatter part that he keeps saying. Other than that, he keeps going shatter. In a world where you don't belong, you're a very successful artist. Homie, you, you're like 37. What do you, mean you don't belong. You've been killing it for 20 years. I don't belong here. There's only a massive audience that supports me and everything I do. <laughs> I'm just so out of place. Man, he, he's got like a it's, it's a borderline puka shell necklace on. It's I have a I have borderline puka shell disorder actually. <laughs> did you uh, did you rock uh, sometimes puka I, shell? Sometimes I wake up uh, on on foreign beaches with puka shells around my neck. <laughs> did a you see of PBRs next to me? Did you rock the puka shell as a kid? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I had a puka. Same I had a, <laughs> uh, turtles were like my favorite thing growing up. Turtles. So I, I had a puka shell necklace that had turtles in it. Yeah, I love, dude. You know how I always wear like overshirts? I wore those when I was a kid. Like, I was wearing Tommy Bahamas when I was like seven years old. I fucking loved those, <laughs> like little overshirts. The Return of the King Pimp Daddy. Pimp Daddy. Yeah, that was a song for dude, sure. Dude, that was definitely a song. Yeah. But yeah, I. Some dude that's way too excited for Halo Infinite probably really likes that. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I really, I really want to enjoy the new Bullet because I fucking love Bullet. I mean. How? I love bullet. The the poison literally changed love, my life. Love it so much it's on your hat. But when when they're putting out stinkers, they're putting out stinkers. Binky. They're just putting them out, you know? Like hand of blood. Classic. That shit that shit invented emo for me, you know. Hand of blood <laughs> Yeah, that shit was tight. Uh I mean good for them. I'm happy they're Banger after banger? Really, Nick? You thought this was a banger? Yeah, yeah, no, Nick has just got like uh the top comments, you know. 
you know. Uh, I get all right. I mean, if you liked it, you liked it. Mm, yeah. But I mean, this is like they've wrote bangers. This is not banger. Yeah, this in isn't. My opinion. This isn't the best bullet. This isn't the one to be like. This is the banger. Yeah. This yeah. is a very filler song to me. Like even the last song, I like more than this. I just yeah. This I, has like temper, temper energy. Temper, temper. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, Bullet, I mean, Bullet can do, like, they can do no wrong, they're killing it, doesn't matter what I think, but, I mean, I just didn't care for that song, I'm not gonna go, like, listen to that song ever again. I think it matters what you think. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. So, so, there's, like, this girl, right, she's got, there's, like, a, like, a tumor in her head, and it kills people. <laughs> Great start, we're laughing at the brain tumors. <laughs> no, I was making fun of the movie. <laughs> Oh god! Oh my god! This fucking this tumor in my brain, right? It's super funny. <laughs> Whoops! Oh god! Oh, should we click on it? Do you see what I see, homie? Do you we got see a what fucking. I see. <laughs> yeah, have, have fun dealing with the copyright on that one. Oh wait, no, no, wait. It's from Met- Corey Taylor's out here covering a Metallica song from the Is Metallica. What, it? what? It's the what, Metallica hang, something from the Metallica Blacklist. What is the Metallica Blacklist? Oh, that—that's actually the—that's uh, the act in which Metallica accidentally bans themselves off of Twitch for playing their own <laughs> music. That's what that that's the Metallica blacklist. I, I don't think we'll go down that route uh, today. Yeah, I'm not fuck with the <laughs> Metallica route. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's uh, let's give this band uh, a whirl. Oh, I've right. heard a couple of their songs before. They're always teetering on that line of this band's almost good. Like mm-hmm. this, this band is kind of how I feel about that band Waste. Yeah. Where it's like, these are younger people that like the genre, but still have to find them their sound. Mm-hmm. You know, I haven't heard this specific song, but I've heard two of this band's songs. And every time I'm like, I want to add this to my playlist, but it's not quite there. Yeah. It's like missing a sick element. It's It feels very like... Hey guys, remember the bark? The bark? I'm gonna bark, bark. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm oh. <laughs> sold. I'm buying all your merch. <laughs> buying all your dog merch. Oh. <laughs> now, speaking of dog merch, I watched a live video of Knocked Loose recently that was like mixed, like they did a you know performance thing that was mixed and mastered. Yo, it was really fucking good. Uh, I feel like I've heard people say Brian has had like a staggered voice live or something, but he sounded very good from the beginning song to the end song. I was I was mad impressed, honestly. I've never seen the band live before, but that live performance video was uh, very very sick. I was I was like, wow, this band would be really fun to watch live. Do you think we ever uh, we ever see a point in time when Knock Loose becomes like a they they, they go like the White Chapel route and start singing? Oh, definitely. We're definitely? like the next record is oh. gonna have singing. <laughs> like, we're, yeah. we're at that level. I'm, I'm predicting it. Yeah, yeah. Once you've hit like the peak of heaviness, the next step is to not put out the next heavy record. It's to accept your role as the the king of that record and then do something different. It happens like every single time. I feel like when <laughs> a band has like their stride, and then they put out their fucking the record, and then they put out their like, okay, well now we got to try to use this hype to make money. <laughs> like that's the money. next goal. Yeah. Insert yeah. varials. <laughs> Yo, everyone, we got Nail Wound. The song is Hostile. Do you get Hostile? it? Hostile? Hostile? Do you get it though? <laughs> Nail Wound? Fucking Christ? What did Christ have, Justin? He had wounds on his hands from nails. Have you ever met anyone that... Yeah, Woot! This one goes out to motherfucking Jesus Christ! (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> have you ever met anyone that like you, you talk something about the Bible or just like uh, Christianity, the Bible Duke. and they just like they just don't know what Christianity is at all? Like they're just completely. I don't think I've ever met somebody that doesn't know what Christianity is. Well, like, let's say they just grew up in, like, some different religion or something. Or, or just, oh, like, like, they didn't know, a, like, a lot about it? They had no idea what it was. Yeah, have you ever, like, you, you never met anyone that was just like, oh, no, I don't know what that was. No, even if they about? were a different religion, they knew what Christianity was when I talked to them. Yeah. Mostly because I think Christians are like, oh, really, you're that? Well, let me tell you about my thing. Dude, I that didn't was know. A cool noise. I didn't Did know. Did you just do a job for a cowboy's shriek? Ooh. You wanna suck on my thumb? I don't know what he just said, but it sounded nasty. It came to stay. I'm not gonna take it no more. Ooh, Ooh, change okay. it? Yeah. I like their drummer being very responsible here and wearing the noise canceling. <laughs> Dude, I was just gonna say that always kinda like takes me out of it. Whenever I see the drummer wearing like the the super big right. noise canceling headphones, I'm like, I get it, you're a professional. <laughs> but also this is a studio playthrough. Yeah, you're in a fucking hardcore band, homie. Yeah, just put on some I'd rather see you I'd rather have you have AirPods in right now. <laughs> than the fucking giant pink duck hunting headphones. This made me fun live. I mean, but see what I mean though? It's just like this is, this would be fun. This is like your your best local band energy. Best local band energy, yeah, yeah. They're like in that lane of, like they're so close to just getting to that like left to suffer thing, but they just don't have it. Mm -hmm. Like there's cool part. Like this the is drop right there. <laughs> they, they literally just stole the Tyler Shelton right now, last one, <laughs> that last shot. I've seen Tyler Shelton do that a hundred times. I'm here for this, this, this slow cool? fucking drag, homie. Yeah, this, this mix is much better than their other stuff, too. Pick it big up, pick it big up. <laughs> oh, man. He's gonna arf arf. He's gonna do something. Come on, bark at he's me. He's gonna do something. Bark at me, baby. Do you think he's gonna go crazy and go... This uh, this this setup for this uh, type of music video. I'm always just like, okay, yeah, they got the bag over the guy's head. He's he's strapped in. He's being tortured. He's being like. Is he being tortured? I don't even think he's done anything to the guy. He's kind of like grabbed his. his yeah, like, bag. is that torture? I, I don't know. I'll grab your bag if you do. Look at him. He just keeps holding the bag. Hit him. What is this music video? <laughs> What's the story? Or is this Me just and like... my boys force you to watch our band practice. <laughs> 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 yeah, the, the the person with the bag over their head is the, is the, his girlfriend. <laughs> I don't want to go to practice. It's so fucking boring. Yeah, you kill it, sweetie. You keep doing your thing. I mean, uh, the, the, the lyrics there were kind of a mess for me, but the drop is pretty fucking right. sick. Dude, if you, if you have that long of a time to say something, mm -hmm. it better be fucking heat. Honestly. The big pause for you to say the word grave. Mm. It's a cool part, though, musically. 
It's not lyrically. Oh, it was him the whole time. He <laughs> Dude, was fighting fuck himself. Off. Who? Fuck you, Toady. Is that your premise? I don't think you get how tortured of an artist Toddy. I am, Austin. <laughs> Dude, can we? Can we not do that fucking premise anymore, please? Where you take the thing off and it's the guy, it's the vocalist. Hell is in your mind. Do you get it? There's a monster in me. I have a... I'm sorry. <clears throat> There's a demon inside. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, the only thing that would have made that uh, funnier was... I feel like a monster, Justin. If there was like a sponsor. I'm about to unleash the beast. Brought to you by Monster Energy. <laughs> Oh, There's like a hardcore monster plug in there too. I would choose to feel gum five. Gum five. <laughs> I would choose to five gum feel. Yeah, I, I mean honestly, I'll 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 stick around. I'll follow. You know, I'll see what's up. I I, I enjoy it, but truthfully, yeah, I mean it. Going back to what you said earlier. Wait, there's an arf in the beginning. We missed it. Do we miss the arf? Yeah, all the comments are about arfs. He said, "There's a fuck you arf arf and a brie in the first minute." <laughs> Play it again. Play the you got back. yourself a new fan. <laughs> well, did you read the part before? It says arf arf auf and breeze in one song. That's what I like. That's uh, that's what that's what the public wants. See, that's what we're messing up, Justin. We need to write one minute songs that are just me making all the popular onomatopoeias. I'll go arf bleh brie brie. Ugh. I always thought the feature was fart music, Move. but. I guess ARF music? is in still. Can you play the beginning? I want to hear the ARF. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll find it. Is it arf. a creative ARF? Hang on, we'll find it. Let's see. They're playing Spin the Bottle at the beginning? That art's like uh, an, an ode to like Russian roulette or something. Why? Because suicide is cool, Austin. <laughs> suicide is badass. Badass! Okay, where's this ARF, homie? Right here. Where's your pussy do it? Okay, there it is. Oh, I wasn't an R. I said R O. There's no F. He's got to put an Awa Awa. Yo, honestly, oh. that'd be hard as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where's where are those samples? There's the Brie. It's a pretty sick Brie. They're, they're all side by side. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, that's all I need. That's all I need. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good Brie. Very high pitch. Yeah, no, I'll give it to him. I'll give it Sick to him. Sick Brie, dude. Sick Brie, honestly. Not talking shit, homie. I think the shit's uh, cool. It's just, yeah, but going back to what what I was just going to say, uh, I mean, it, it's that artist that you're Do you feel to. like a monster, though? I feel like a monster. Da, 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 da. What is it? There's a monster over there. Man. But don't worry, it's just me in a mask. Man, 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 man. That'd be a funny horror movie. This would be a great time if, to find out there's a ghost in here. <laughs> just puts a cold hand on you. <laughs> Could you guys keep it's, it down? It's like, hey, homie, can I be on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> you don't mind if I got in here? Oh, the new Darko is sick, too. Uh, we listened to that earlier today off stream, but or off a uh, podcast. It's right there. Ooh, ooh, ooh. It's like the fifth one down. Fifth one down, okay. Uh, yeah, Listen, it was pretty sick. I, it's very, that's tuned so low. I To the point that I feel like this band, it sounds like mush live. That was what I, the problem I used to have with Enterprise Earth. It sounds better now, but watching them live, they, they played so fast, but also it was tuned so low that it was like inaudible. It was just yeah. like... Like, it just sounded like you were rubbing your fingers across the fretboard. And I imagine this band might fall into that category if they don't have a great sound guy live. Because they are tuned fucking low. Low and for voice. how jaunty they are. Fucking low. low fucking sound. low. 
Yo, everyone, this is... We got Darko US, Dragon Chaser is the name of the song. This is a live and studio performance. Here we go. Dude, I, honestly, I've been seeing people crack his style in this video. I think he kind of pulls it off. I don't usually think the bucket hat looks very good on people, but I think Tom kind of looks kind of looks clean here. A little a little G? A little G-ish, maybe without the chain. The chain's a little cringe, but honestly, I think he rocks the bucket hat. <laughs> it's like one of those, like, uh... Like the Cheddar Bob dude from 8 Mile. Like, you know you can yeah. trust him. Dude, I almost, I almost rewatched 8 Mile the other day, but then I said, do I really want to? Do I really want to watch this movie right now? I think I only have time for 4 Miles. <laughs> He's got the medallion and everything. He's going to steal your soul. Yeah, homie's playing a fucking 9-string upside down. I gotta give him props there. Playing it upside down. He's doing the, the Jimi Hendrix uh, way. Or I, I should say, like. Uh, oh, whoa. Yeah. Why? What's just, the point? Is some, it like a stylistic some, choice? Or? Some people just uh, start playing wrong. Like, uh, I, I remember when I first started playing guitar, I didn't even know how to tune it. So I was just playing it a specific way. Like, I That's thought I was doing it right. So does, he, so does that mean that his, like, the. Big, like the top strings on the bottom when he plays it completely upside down. Whoa, yeah. but it's, Dude, it's also left, it's also a left hander, so it's like, yeah, it's the Jimi Hendrix that's wild style. There's this like legendary clip of this dude that used to play competitive melee and he would play with his GameCube controller upside down and it would like kick ass. Yeah. It was the weirdest shit. I was like, is your brain like <laughs> put in backwards? It's playing upside down, yeah. Some people just learn, yeah, like you said, they just learn differently. Hand a pencil to a kid, see how they write, you know. Some people, <laughs> do yeah. it, they got some weird grips. I have, dude, I have the worst, I push so hard. I got constant complaints from my teachers where they would like hand me back my assignment and be like, I said specifically not to use a pen on this assignment, and then like it's, it's I didn't use a pen, <laughs> I just I think I pushed too hard when I write <laughs> that it looks like I used a pen. You know, I'm gonna say this right now. Say it. Uh, I so far like this better than anything from their last record, honestly. I think it's Ooh. just got a little more energy, a little more angst, you know? Listen, I, when I listen to Darko, I want, I want aggression, homie, mm -hmm. I want heavy. I want, like, heavier than uh, Chelsea Grin, you know? But also shit like this, you know? You're not gonna get this with Chelsea Grin. Right, this is such a, like, after image. Old school fucking, <laughs> the chaos. Mm -hmm. It's very sick. I think it's tied to that they keep doing these live, like, room videos. Yeah. They did this when they first, like, came out. They did two or three. I think it works really, it's a, kind of like a more unique thing. Cause it's, it's like the, you know how Spearbox like popularized the, the like the one take vocal playthrough. I feel like yeah. they're kind of creating their own niche of uh, this, like their own audio tree session, you know, for single releases instead mm -hmm. of doing like, hey, we did a whole show with this live thing, they do this and mm -hmm. it works. I think, I think right now, because I just want to point this out now, I have completely forgotten that this is an entire live performance. And because of that, uh, I want to talk about this uh, right now. I, I don't think a lot of people realize with uh, some of these live performances, but like a lot of the shit in post just gets really heavily edited. And mm -hmm. I, I'm not saying that they're fakes by any means, but like 
it's usually like there's like a rough thing and then it has to be played over or something because there's like bleeded you know over bleed or something mm -hmm. they're not recorded in separate rooms and shit yeah there's yeah. a lot that goes into it yeah but it looks cool sounds sick the caliber TV the end result is very tight yeah no this shit was really hype yeah dude uh what do we got next is it the new Ice Nine Kills <laughs> is that the next one yeah I haven't uh, I think I think that might be yeah we'll, we'll, we'll skip to that yeah when was the last time you listened to this band? Uh, I've been following. I've been keeping up with them. I I was a big fan of this band like way back in the day. Of I mean, honestly, throughout all of their time, um, yeah. even even the Silver Scream initially, I didn't care for it too much. But like, I went back and listened to it and was like, I actually think I really like this. Uh, I just needed to get around to what they became. They became very cheesy theatrical horror, you know, or, like metalcore, where they do very. It, it, it's very th it, theatrical in the sense of not like motionless and white theatrical, but like an actual theater play, like watching you know a Broadway type of show where those types of experiences are corny and are cheesy because they they have to be. It's like you know there's actors on stage all doing the scenes. Like you have to kind of lean into that absurdity, um, and I, I think it's really cool that they've been able to find their niche of doing this. And it also I think it's shown. There's like a big, uh, you know, people like to be involved in things. So when there's a big, there's a big channel like Dead Meat that's into horror and they have a crossover with the horror band Ice Nine Kills, you know, it's a very cool, it feels cool to be a part of, you know, it's like when your favorite shows as a kid would cross over, it's exciting. And I think this band, while it not might, it might not be stuff that I particularly love anymore, um, it's hit or miss. Like this specific song is very... Like kind of like that radio rock we were talking about earlier where it's very sing-along oriented but they have songs like their last single Assault and Batteries I thought that was like peak Ice Nine Kills I was like this is one of the coolest songs they put out in a minute like this feels like the creative Ice Nine Kills that I really fuck with where the, the homages are very on uh, the writing's creative there's fu like funny enough lyrics but not like the Pennywise song is so fucking cringe to me that like <laughs> yeah. it is the end. I like you guys are so much better than that pun. Like yeah. there's so many better puns that you guys have made. Like Bloodbath and Beyond. Like the, that's the perfect level of funny to them where it's like okay, that's like a clever cheesy one-liner about vampires. I get that. And like this, like Rainy Day, that's fun because the Umbrella Corporation from the zombie movie is, you know, that's the corporation. So Rainy Day is a play on there being the Umbrella Corporation. Like that's that's the more tongue-in-cheek stuff that I like from them. Uh, so yeah, I'm happy with that because they do they teeter that line yeah. so fucking so much of just it's kind of shitty, it's yeah. kind of cringe, Homie, but man, oh, that's kind of cool. I want to hear y'all do a song about <laughs> zombievers. Dude, that'd be funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think this is their first one about zombies in general. Wait. Bees? Zombies? <laughs> B-E-E. -E. Yo, everyone. Uh, we got Ice Nine Kills song, Rainy, Rainy Day. Day. Also, big respect to this band for creating uh, a cinematic universe in their music videos. Yeah. yeah I think that I'll that's a very bold task to take on, uh, to do it well. I'll give them props in that regard, yeah. I mean, this already looks really, mm -hmm. really well. Like, the production's pretty high-end. And it's, like I was saying, too, you know, people like to know, like, I got that reference. Like, this, watching these music videos has literally just become, like, yo, remember in Resident Evil 2 when she wakes up in the fucking hospital? Like, that's that scene, dude. 
<laughs> is that the chick from New Year's Day? She has the same hair. I, I was gonna I wonder say. Wonder if it's a cameo maybe? or something. It, it might just be some girl that really liked her hair. Honestly, yeah, this is, uh, I think, what... Like, they had hints of this on their last record, like that song Savages. Uh, I didn't like that song, but I think this is that done well. Spencer's a really fucking good vocalist, too. Yeah, I was just going to say, his vocals are really... He becomes so man. confident with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Angelic. And this is that, like, a metalcore riff that I like where it's it's rock, but not rock enough. It's it's more metalcore still. It feels like they knew of Mice and Men more than it does, uh, you know, the new Bullet. Yeah. It is, it is weird that, like, I would consider this the standard metalcore right now. Right. Whereas, like, what metalcore originally was... Mm-hmm. Was nothing like this. Yeah, it's the, it's the very. It's this is the this is what happens when business becomes involved. Is that it becomes more of a sellable, marketable thing, and there's more hands in the pot, right? And it yeah. beca- and it becomes this industry. There's an industry standard now. Is that in this video over here? Oh, that thing. The SD card is full. I heard a big beep. I was like, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. It's the, just the smoke alarm. The biggest thing too, they just look, they look like they're having a blast, too, which is I think translates to audiences. Like they just look like they're having fun. Behind the scenes, everyone's getting bitched at and chewed on. <laughs> just like no one's having a good time. That would suck. Like I, imagine taking yourself that seriously, doing like horror bits about Resident Evil. Like you're pretending to shoot zombies while your metalcore band plays. Like <laughs> guys, let's not make this a high stress situation. We're clearly being goobers. You see that? And that happens. That happens. There's a lot of Resident Evil 2 in this one. Two references. I haven't actually watched this video yet. I've just heard the song. I was just going to say, I don't think I've seen all the Resident Evils, but. You have to, uh, oh, stop. You have to do that. No, he has to lick the knife. He licked the hot. knife part. He didn't lick the side of it. He licked the actual blade. Oh, I just got it. That's Chainsaw Zombie, too. That's from Resident Evil, the games. When the chainsaw dudes show up with the bags on their heads. Motherfucking chainsaw! <laughs> All right, Limp Biscuit. What was what that? What's Limp Biscuit? It's like a... Oh, yo, that's, yeah, it's them again. It's Chelsea and James again from Dead Meat. That's kind of cool. I'm here for mm-hmm. that. James was in the, the... I think they were both in it, but she actually has a talking line in this one. To continue the story, the Clinu, the, the Clinu, goddammit. To continue the story, click the link in the description below. <laughs> to continue the story, uh, the, the subscribe, to the bell. This video is sponsored to you by uh, Breakons. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a, that was a fun song. I, I, yeah. You know, I, I was kind of, I'm not really super into that type of music, but mm-hmm. like I, I enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah, it was do, it was nice too to see them do a step in a different pace. Like they're usually like the what was the the song? The, what's the Jason B, the American Psycho? American Psycho. Uh, the song they did with that, like I don't think that I didn't like that one very much. That was when Ice Nine Kills is like too 
on the nose for me. Like the like I said, the it, like the Pennywise song. That one was like that, where it was like not so much referential and more so just remember this movie. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> Whereas like Assault and Batteries and Rainy Day fit the the duality better, I think. The duality. Moving on. Uh, yo, everyone. Uh, y'all listen to this uh, this band, uh, Desolate, at all? Desolate. Desolate. I think you've heard to showed me this band before. I <laughs> I did, you said everyone, so I didn't think you were talking to me. Sorry, oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> I'm so fucking sorry. I'm not talking to you guys. Justin won't let me go. <laughs> Yo, everyone, we got Desolate. The song is Destruction. You haven't heard this one yet. Destruction of what? Destruction of this little, little puss. Of this fucking song. <laughs> Come on, man. Fuck it up. Fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. Fuck it up. Yeah. Yeah. Setting the yeah. tone. They're setting the tone here. It's a little kind of creepy. Okay. Okay, that was a fucking banger intro. A <laughs> <laughs> little waifu action. What's the point, right? <laughs> It's a cool riff. This is that therapy's not doing anything for me type <laughs> beat. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, this is the, the death card type of feel. Where it's just like some this person that's on the brink of killing themselves, like writing just this pissed off music, you know? Yeah, yeah. You think Swarna never makes that comeback? No. Yeah, I think they're done. They, it's really hard in this modern day to like come back from the stink. Mm-hmm. Like once you <laughs> once you stink your band, it's hard to unstink it, you know? Honestly, though, yeah. <laughs> it's just true. Like look at Hundred, dude. They were one of the bands that put out a record, and everyone's like. Fuck you guys. And then they put out like a really, really good, they changed their sound, their look, everything about them, and they got really fucking good. But er, that stinky album, everyone was like, nope, not giving you another chance. Smells like rotten meat. And they're killing it. They're, and they're not killing it, but they were killing it with music. Like they did, they wrote a really good record that nobody cares. Yeah. Because it stinks. Yeah. Got a little change up. The past is never done. Yeah, no, I'm honestly, I'm really excited to see uh, these guys come up. I feel like they, they really stand a chance. This is what Gift Giver was trying to do. Yeah. If only Gift Giver wasn't cringy as fuck. Remember they put out a Donald Trump song? Dude, I'm fucking hilarious. That yeah. bit sucks. If you're gonna buy into the fucking uh, troll, just. Just don't be a fucking cringe lord about it. Well, that's the people that love trolling are the people that are cringe lords. People that think that they have the giga brain and they're like, I'm totally dunking on everyone. Like everyone here thinks you're a loser, dude. Like nobody, you're not getting anyone. Yeah, but it's funny because like I don't think for how smart that they they truly think themselves to be, it's like they can't even they can't even push aside their own uh, preconceived notion of themselves. You know they're. 
They're literally. Why would I do that when I can sick just, in their own Why would mind. I do that when I can just project my insecurities onto you? <laughs> Make them your problem. It's not me, sweetie. It's you. I wouldn't need to be me. <laughs> Dude, yeah, that that is that type of energy, though. It's so funny. <laughs> Dude, is this song is over? I, I don't know. Is, yeah. is it going to break down or end? Oh, oh yeah, it was the end. Okay. Probably transitions into a pretty fucking sick song. That was a cool song. Yeah, that shit it was, was hard. short. I, 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 that actually wasn't that short of a song. It just felt short. Yeah. That shit was cool. That shit was sick, man. I like that. It has zero dislikes. Good for them. Oh, my God. It has 30K views with zero dislikes. That's actually very impressive. Yeah, no, uh, I, I fucks with it, y'all. That shit was fucking tight. Oh, that's tight. Apparently he said, are you stupid in Japanese right before the filthy riff hit. <laughs> it's pretty tight. That, that's been an interesting thing that I've, uh, I've been noticing with a lot of bands in general. I think Dude, uh, I love that shit. When, uh, Within Destruction was one of the... Uh, oh, yeah, they did it, too. I was going to say Sabella. They had a... Uh, Sabella, too? Because yeah. they're... Yeah, they had a dude on there who sp uh, spoke Spanish, and he did vocals. And in Spanish, and it was fucking hard as shit. They did mm. like a dope ass clear the pit type of breakdown, and he comes out just yelling in Spanish. I was like, yo, this is hard as fuck. Yeah, it's been interesting seeing uh, the weebs really peak through. Mm -hmm. you know? I did remember <laughs> the, the P stuff. Uh, they're on this list too, but the one with the song with Kyle from uh, Body Snatcher. Remember, he says something in Japanese, but it just sounded like something really funny. He was like, Pee on my woo -woo. Wait, Kyle said something in Japanese? Kyle, yeah, from uh, Body Snatcher. He features in that P step song. Mm. And he says something in Japanese, and we couldn't figure out what it was, but it kept sounding like he said, Meow-woo-woo. 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 You listen to the new plot on you? Yes, sir, of course I did. You did? Yeah, Landon's a fucking... He's a dreamboat. Yeah, I, I have not checked this out yet. I'm kind of curious on it. There's a titty in it. Yo, everyone, we got a uh, new plot in you. Paradigrimgubba. No. I'm about to put my plot in you, okay, buddy? <laughs> I think, uh... What did I tell you about that? <laughs> I think Matias uh, does their videos. I think he actually plays drums for them now. As the dude that did, uh... He did the sickest music videos. Yeah, this location's tight. Wait, is it green screen? It's green screen, never mind. <laughs> yeah. You fucker, you got me. It was yeah. that shot. That looks practical. Just chilling next to a bunch of trash. <laughs> For someone that has such a low voice, he just always hits those insanely high notes. Right, so naturally, too. You just fall out of him. <clears throat> Dude, he's been writing such good choruses lately. Yeah. If they're so unique, they're too, yeah, they're right? different from each other. It's not like the Caleb Shomo thing where you're like, he writes catchy choruses, but man, they're kind of indistinguishable sometimes. Landon writes good choruses that are very, like, they they just feel like they all have so much time put into them. Like mm -hmm. when a good chorus comes out of Landon, it's really good. Yeah, you know, he's he's got that brain, man. He he doesn't put up with like you know, normie shit. shit. Yeah. I don't, he, I, I he's a true tell. artist, man. Uh, I was listening to, I think, a podcast he did with, I think it was that Shane Told podcast. I was, I was trying to give that a spin. And uh, he was talking about how when he tracks vocals, he can't, 
He can't even have his wife in the room. He's got to. It's got to be completely by himself. You know. He, Love he's that. just got that like artist brain. You right. Know? He's got to be he's, in the in the moment. Nobody. No distractions. Just you yeah. and the art. Yeah, I, I love that type of shit. I love the no hum- humility too, uh, with the, the honesty, just right. being like, "Yo, I'm kind of a weird person. I need to do weird things." Right. To do I gotta this. put a blanket over my head. Can you get out of the room, please? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta suck on my gum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these textures, man. Little Rocky riff. Little Rocky. got such good control too oh, this is a cool riff right the rhythm it hits initially and you're like oh it's like one of these riffs but then the lead kicks and you're like oh this is actually like a southerny kind of jam now yeah. <laughs> honestly dude his range is fucked up like when he gets soft, you're like, oh man, this is really beautiful. <laughs> and then he soars it again, you're like, fuck. It's so good. This part's my favorite. Whoa. The pitch, yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. The scoop, the little scooping in his voice. Dude, a scoop with a pitch scream, too. Like, that's mm-hmm. fucking, that's like it's what you impressive. said, his control, dude. It's ins- it's astounding. That's a, that's a high note, too. It's hard to hit. This scream, too. That's like a Jason Butler scream, man. Mm-hmm. God damn. Impressive, man. Yeah. Landon's a genius. I I have nothing but nice things to say about him. Like fine wine. (laughs) Nick, dude, we've been on every every one of these songs. Nick Nocturnal has been the top comment, and it's always banger. Banger. This one was a banger as well. Nick, are you a bot? Show yourself. Yeah, for real. You're going to get in trouble, Nick. (laughs) (laughs) YouTube's going to flag you as a bot. And banger on every band's release. (laughs) Dude. That's really funny. That shit was fucking sick, y'all. <laughs> Paradise! So cool. All right, y'all, we're, we're kind of approaching the end. I, I, I went for, like, a, a, a random find today. I just went on Slam Worldwide. I was like, hey, you know, let's Father. just give this band a, a whirl. Let's see, let's see what's up. Uh, this band is called Snake Father. The song Snake is Father. <laughs> Challenger Deep. <laughs> is, that the, is that the name of a ship? I, it's like Challenger of the Deep, isn't that a thing? Yeah, come to find out. Like, sw- like in the ocean? He was in the Navy, homie. Who was? Oh, the Snake Father? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's what they used to call me in the uh, Navy. They used to call me Snake Daddy. Snake Daddy. I was a slimy son of a bitch. <laughs> slimy son of a gun. I went behind everyone's backs. It betrayed my whole squad, so everyone called me Snake Daddy. Squad. <laughs> squad. That was weird at it. The Lorna short shirt. Remember, remember, guys, you're not supposed to wear... Band merch of the same genre you're into your music video shit. <laughs> uh, he looks like he doesn't care though. <laughs> like broken glass be footage, I like that. <laughs> Is homie a body? Hey, we played this venue. That's Texas. Oh, that's so Austin, Texas, I'm pretty sure. Was that Come and Take a Live? Or? Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun venue, man. Cool. Yeah, that place is very cool. Sound guy's always really nice there too. Yeah, yeah. I broke my. <laughs> I had a I had a fresh jar of honey I bought for that tour and it fucking slipped out of my pocket and broke it on the venue floor <laughs> at that place. Fresh jar of honey. Oh uh, yeah, it's, it's a totally a weird dicky ground. problem. Where I just got a fresh jar of honey in my back pocket. 
Yeah, it's like I'm like the bear I am. I carry fresh local honey everywhere I go. <laughs> I kind of like, like the, oh, Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I kind of like his voice, honestly. Yeah, this is this is all fine. The video's kind of funny but it looks the song's tight he just looks like he's about to spit it any minute <laughs> like it looks like he has that white rim where he like spits coming the spit the spit is coming don't you worry the spit is coming you know what that means it means that we're being watched by the FBI. <laughs> Snake father was the key word. If you look it up, the FBI follows you. <laughs> they know too much. Yeah, this is a cool part. Yeah, this is one of those bands that's probably going to get done dirty by just how the algorithm works, where... They offer a little bit more than what you get out of these types of bands, but the name, the video, and where it's posted, like, they're probably not going to get much traction, unfortunately. And it looks like they do locally, which is good for them. Because this is cool. Yeah, this is... This might just, this might just be nasty, homie. <laughs> Jesus. He's really like his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> very excited he's probably the merch guy <laughs> we all know we all know that kind of that the, dude yeah the dude who offers to do merch for free because he <laughs> fucking loves you <laughs> comes to every show yeah wait is Trevor wearing a t-bird shirt hopefully oh god he fucking actually bounced his head off that pillar dude yeah i'm trying to figure out if he's a bodybuilder or if he just works construction oh that one he's he's absolutely the dude that just fucking flips tires for no reason <laughs> tire god dang tire flipper I mean, the boys used to just race fucking flipping tires back in the day. <laughs> Is that an Ormsby? Yeah, that's uh, a... Strymon, I think? Shut the hell up, bitch. <laughs> I hope you go into traffic and lay down and let a car run over you. <laughs> Man, what's Dr. Phil up to now? Is he still... I saw he's on TikTok. That shit, that shit's getting weird. <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Phil's doing everything he can to pretend like the ranch never existed. Like he's got his shit under control. No, I'm a therapist. I got the shit. You guys remember when I used to be Oprah's bitch? Keep funding. That shit was hilarious. You guys got any other mentally ill people I can publicly make fun of? I would love to bring them on my show and make fun of them for having a tattoo on their forehead forever. It's funny you say that because that's actually what's going on but like back in the day i never thought it to be that you know right well because we're i mean drama is like an inherent like need from people i feel like everyone on some level consumes some form of drama <laughs> the serious look you gave me but chuck liddell, <laughs> chuck liddell. <laughs> trying to beat the fuck out of the guy swinging at him the side eye did they get the shot did you guys, can, can I stop looking no. like this? He's like just disappointed that you listened to his <laughs> Yeah, he does look kind of pissed, huh? Yeah, That's me when I lose the fucking regional smash tournament. Okay, let the video end. 
Let the video end. No, dude, they got to show the dude with the sick. <laughs> I bet that guy was like important or something. He had a monster, like, it looked like a sponsored shirt on. <laughs> like he fucking BMXs or something. <laughs> well, everyone, cool. it's been a it's been a fascinating night. It's been a we're we're gonna get out of here. Is there any last words, Austin, before we we wrap up the night? Speaking of seeing, uh, did you ever see uh, or have any interest to see Don't Breathe Too? I never saw the first one actually. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. The first one was fun. Second one looked really dumb, and I I finally sucked it up and watched a review of it because I don't really want to watch it because I thought it was going to be really stupid. And man, I'm watching this review has really been funny. That movie looks super dumb. Wait, what what is the synopsis of like what's the plot of of Don't Breathe? Oh wait, uh, no, no, it's the, uh, it's that it's the, the blind guy, the that blind gets guy by with the superpowers. Three kids. He's like no, a, he's kind of superpower. He's, he's a marine. Oh okay. Uh, well, I mean, that, so in what are you movies, talking? That's a superpower, Austin. In How movies, dare you being dis- a marine is a superpower, straight up. Because if you hear real stories, it's like Marine gets beat to death by four guys. For, get, but in movies, it's like Marine kills 97 men with his bare fists. You're going to give me my 10% discount. And also my purple heart. Or else I'm going to shoot up this entire uh, <laughs> Jesus golden <Christ>. corral. <laughs> Damn, that would be the place, too. I, dude, golden corral. That's a good slogan for them. Golden corral, home of broken veterans. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, don't breathe too. It looks like it sucks ass. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I should check. You should watch that movie and tell me how bad it is. I'll get right on it. I'll get right on it for you, sweetie. I was talking to the audience. Well, this has just got awkward. This just got really. Wait, are you awkward. are you recording this? I was talking to you this whole time. Have you been recording this? They call me, um, they call me, uh, what, what's this fucking name? I, just, I already fucked up the joke. They, they call me, uh, <laughs> You started the joke by asking me who his name is. Bro, I was gonna say Bruce Willis. Say his name. <laughs> they, they, they call me Bruce. They call me Bruce. <laughs> Hell what, yeah. What a curse name. Do you think, uh, the 8 Mile would have been be- better if, if Bruce Willis was the guy in jail? I'll tell you what, I would have been a lot more <laughs> invested. Instead of, was it Duncan, Duncan Clark or something? I want to see a movie where Bruce Willis is like, uh, he's like just the nice guy. See a movie where Bruce Bruce Willis just gets top for twenty minutes. <laughs> I just want to. It's just the the movie is just on his face, and I just want to see what his reaction to getting his dick sucked is. <laughs> you hear that, Bruce? I know you're listening. Come on, Bruce Willis. Let me see your Bruce Willie. All right, y'all. It's been a great night. It's your boy Jebby. I'm fucking going to bed. I I'm the different Oh. Did it stay active in that fucking laboratory? Cause today I'm making it only different mouse. You heard him. You heard the fucking man. And if I swear to God, did it, if you spoil my only different mouse, <laughs> I will fucking make your life hell. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Bye. No, if he turns it off, I die. Don't forget. You can find us on Apple, YouTube, and Spotify.